Hey guys, it's Ben. I just wanted to cut in here real quick. Um, I'm editing the podcast right now, and I just realized for the first couple minutes, Asher's microphone is beyond fucked up. Um, so, to save your guys' ears, I'm just going to preface basically what he says. So this episode's kind of weird. It's a shorter one, um, mainly being because I got a concussion this past weekend. Um, so yeah, we didn't really talk about a lot, um, other than the party we went to, which happened to be, um, pretty good for, for us, um, we both got pretty, pretty messed up at it and had a good time, but yeah, I just wanted to cut in here real quick, let you know what's going on, and, uh, yeah, enjoy the podcast. Yeah, definitely, and, um, I think, you know, we all felt the effects of, of that, that game, um. I ended up having it, uh, our friend Talia drove me home, and I was damn near, like, fighting demons on that car ride home, trying not to throw up or, or get sick, honestly, and by the time I made it home, around 10.30, I was stumbling inside, trying to walk up my stairs, and I ended up tripping and falling down the stairs, hitting my head on the tile. Um... Most likely getting a concussion. But so why do you say you have a concussion? Honestly, the 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 next following days after that night, I have been feeling so weird. Like, I mean, I've I've had concussions before, um, when when I was younger, and you know I know what it feels like to get your bell rung, but you know being a little older now and and having that feeling, it's just kind of unexpected and. I didn't necessarily put the pieces together that I might have gotten a concussion from that, but it I'm feeling it now and um I had my uh my ex 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 girlfriend come over a few times this this weekend. Um she actually came on came by that night um that I came back from the party and uh she found me laying on the ground cuz I I had texted her that I needed help cuz my mom's out of town, and I just was not feeling good at all, and she ended up carrying me to my room and giving me an IV and all that. That's kind of the perks of knowing nurses, but, um, no, yeah, she, she eventually, um, not diagnosed me, but put a pretty good hypothesis out there that I might have a concussion. Um. Ran some of the quick Yeah, tests. yeah, some of the stuff to just rule it out real quick. Um, not, not properly diagnosed, but regardless, I'm definitely feeling a little bit stupider this week so have you done anything where you have noticed you're being a little more stupid or like found yourself in a situation like that honestly i notice it a lot during work because i'm just staring at my computer and half the time i'm forgetting what i'm even doing i'm kind of looking at the screen just going what the heck am i doing right now um and I've definitely been feeling, like, super lethargic and, like, tired lately. Um, which could be, like, a combination of everything. Obviously, it's super hot here in Arizona now. And, um, you know, just going through other stuff and work stress and other stress, that could be playing a factor. But, no, definitely this uh, this week has felt a lot weirder than other ones, regardless of um, those extenuating circumstances. But um yeah, so that was kinda like my night at that party. How about how about you, Asher? How was your night? I know I wasn't there to witness everything that happened. 
Um, but I heard I heard a few good stories. After Rage Cage, uh, we started playing beer pong, and so I just continued drinking. So I, I had a pretty good amount, but I think what sent me over the edge was just eating um, chicken that had been sitting out at the party for a while. I would warmed it up for a little bit, but I think I should have warmed it up more, or just not eaten it. Because after that, it just started throwing up all over. But I got it all in the trash can, I didn't get any on me. And so I played like an adult finally, which was nice. Yeah, even though you told everybody you didn't want to throw up that night. I really didn't want to, because I felt like it right after eating the chicken. After sitting down for a bit, and I was talking to Talia too, and then I got sick, and then so I grabbed the trash can and just sat there throwing up for a bit. But I'm, I'm glad I got that over with. Sometimes you have to throw up, like a boot and rally. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you just can't keep that stuff in you. Sometimes it's not yeah. good for you. I think that party was weird though, because it almost felt like one of those parties when you're younger and nobody knows how to like, no, they nobody knows their limit. Right. They don't know how much they should drink because I think. Maybe five people, five out of the 20 or 25 that were there threw up. And all, everyone else was just kind of gone at that point. Yeah, that definitely sounded like a uh, pretty hectic night. Um, but talking about hectic things, I mean, minus, well, including you throwing up and, you know, all that stuff. What, what happened to our, our friend that we brought with us? He lost control of himself halfway through the night when he was drinking and couldn't get to the bathroom in time, so he went out to the front yard and, uh, yeah, he took a shit in the neighbor's front <laughs> front yard. Yeah, I still still can't get over that fact, though. Honestly, I'm just still embarrassed that we brought him. Yeah, I won't, we won't have to mention He's his never name, done that. But, uh... He's never done that before. Like, normally he's pretty good. Like, he's normally pretty controlled and everything. But just tonight, it was something about to, that that it night. It was a special was just, night. Everybody was on a different level. Definitely. I, I guess nobody was on a, the same level as him to, to drop pants and squat and take a shit on a, on a house. But um, Yeah, he honestly, was. Putting, myself, putting myself in his shoes, I don't know what I would have done there. <sighs> I don't think I've ever like, felt like I had to go that bad. No, definitely. That that sounded like where I go to the front yard. like a crisis first. to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, he he could have done worse things. Um, Everybody deals with things differently. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> and talking about that, um, let's let's go back to that night, or I guess regarding that night, something interesting that one of our friends said um, the following day regarding that party. I believe it was the text in our in our group chat was something on the lines of being single sucks. So what would you have to to say or what are your initial thoughts on hearing that? Well the preface is he had gone to the he had just got broken up with recently and he had been in a, that relationship for a pretty long time up to that point probably like 5 or 6 years. But then he was going into that party just trying to, um, I guess, get over her, meet somebody else, talk to somebody new, which is, that's always a good thing to do. And because it was such a crazy night, I think everybody just got too drunk to socialize at that point. Everybody was just, like, yelling. It was super loud. I had a couple noise complaints, too, of course. But he was just really discouraged after that. So when I saw that in our group chat, I texted him, and I told him, well, it's gone in the group chat, but I said something along the lines of, 
Would you rather be single or with somebody and focusing on somebody that you know you can't be with for long term? Yeah, definitely. And I think you have to... I think his perspective right now just isn't correct because he's looking at it the wrong way. I think you could see, even if you were in a relationship, you could list out all the things that suck about being in a relationship in comparison to being single. And he could be texting me, being in a relationship sucks when he was in that relationship, which he was. Right. So I think I think it's just a, not a perspective change, but just looking at what you have and being grateful for what you have and uh, watering your garden and everything that you already have. Because if you're not making what you have better, then you're not going to get more. Yeah, and I think, um, I feel like anybody who's gotten out of a relationship before probably share that same sentiment of what he definitely. said. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but it's, it's definitely good what you said regarding perspective, because I think that's, perspective is, you know, it's essential to almost any situation. Um, and it is important because your perspective is how you view that thing. Um, and you can make it either good or bad. And not to say that his perspective is good or bad, but maybe, maybe... If your perspective, if your pers- perspective, perspective is initially negative, I, don't th- I think that's a sign, though, that you're not looking at the right, right. things, you're not focused on the right yeah. thing. Because if, you, if every situation and scenario that you're in, you immediately can complain about it, you're probably not looking at things the right way, or you're not thankful for what you have. Yeah, definitely, I, I agree with that. And I think, more importantly, you need to um, kind of go into that situation knowing that is being just being single suck because you're ready to meet somebody, or does being single suck because you're used to having somebody there? Like somebody to occupy your time or distract you, or just knowing that there's somebody there that's belongs to you or you know is yours and i think um i mean i'm not him so i can't i can't necessarily judge but coming out of a relationship that you know say lasted six years i think it's more of a habit thing where you're used to having somebody there and now that they're not there and you're you're single now that would i would see where that would suck because you know you're single and you're not used to being single it's even more tough because those six years at our ages were really formative years where you kind of became the person you are today now. Right. And you spent those six years with that person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're kind of, they've made all these impressions on you. Yeah, and a lot of core memories right. too. And probably a whole lot of firsts for them, between mm-hmm. them and... Yeah, it definitely sucks because, you know, you build these memories and that's the thing about memories is you remember them. Uh, that's the unfortunate truth or the fortunate truth. Um, but at the end of the day, maybe you just look at it as, you know, memories are memories and people become memories and that's okay. Um, as long as you learn something from it, you, you take away something from it. Definitely. Take away something positive, hopefully. Um, or just make whatever you take away a positive thing. Yeah, that goes back to saying of 
um, as long as you learn from something, it's a good thing. Yeah, definitely. And I think that holds very true in this circumstance for, for this particular friend of ours. Um, but no, I, I kind of feel for him because I, I think I uh, kind of am in the same boat. Maybe, maybe further along, you know, in that whole journey. Or maybe not, who knows. But I, I could definitely agree with him when he did say that. Um, not entirely. But part of me could agree with him for sure. You can sympathize with Definitely. Him. Yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. So how would you disagree with him then? Because I was the only one who really responded in that group chat. There was a couple other people who didn't. But what would you say to him then? I would just say that you kind of need to um, take this opportunity of being single and leverage it, put it in your advantage. Um, because now when you're single, you're left with all this free time. Not necessarily free time, but you're you're left with more more energy almost because it's not being spent on somebody else. Or time. Or time. And you can redirect that towards yourself and really, like you said, water your own garden, kind of cultivate yourself and, and grow in areas that maybe the relationship didn't allow you to grow because you didn't have enough time to, to identify those things wrong with you or or even just understand that Sure, that person might have been good, but maybe they were also bad too. And figure out those bads, and and see if those are something that you you want to tolerate anymore. Because if it's not, then now you have new standards almost. Um. So yeah, there's just like little things that you can you can nitpick. Um. To really enhance you as a person, and I think being single gives you that that time more so than any other time in your life. And I think, um, furthermore, I think that being single lets you be more honest with yourself. Because at least from my experience, when you're, when you're in a relationship, you kind of, not always, but I feel like most of the time, a lot of people make excuses in relationships, whether it's for the other person or for themselves. Um, but when you're just by yourself, sure, you can still make excuses about yourself, but then you'll go nowhere and you'll have to face it eventually. So might as well face it now when nobody else is involved with you. So you said that, um, you were a little bit further ahead or at a different stage, at least than our friend. In the, I guess, the quote-unquote being single stage. What have you done so far that you feel like you've either improved or made a realization on? Um, well, I can apply this a lot to... I guess my, my dating situation has been more interesting because I've been broken up with twice this year. So I guess the first time I was broken up with, I... I felt his same sentiment more so during that breakup than the the most recent one because I had been dating this girl for a while not not nearly as long as him but more this is probably one of the longest relationships I've been in longest serious relationships I've been in and um I shared that sentiment wholeheartedly where I was like being single sucks I need to not be single 
to feel normal again. Um, but when I said that that line, I need to not be single to feel normal again, that assumes that being in a relationship is normal and being single is not normal. And I think that's a that's a big flaw right there in and of itself. Nobody says that you have to be in a relationship to be considered normal. And I don't think as a as a person you should see being single or, or taken or in a relationship as normal or not. It's it doesn't matter, honestly. Um you know, relationship status doesn't define you at all as a person in your in your you know journey of being normal or not so i think you know i definitely saw that aspect of it um and kind of more so now looking at the most recent one and getting out of that i i um it's now this has been the longest time i've been single um after these relationships because getting out of the the first one this year, I jumped back into like another one or another situation, if you want to call it, you know, within less than a month. And now it's probably been like, you know, a month and some change. So I'm definitely, it definitely sucks. So it hurts still not being in a relationship. But I know that the answer for not being in a relationship is not to be in another one. It's more so just working on myself and not only knowing that I need to work on myself, but being more specific and identifying areas where I do need to work on myself. Um, and not, not using another person to, to distract me from that goal I have of wanting to work on myself. So what was the difference between the ending of both of those relationships to where you now are deciding to be single? versus getting into another relationship in less than a month. So I think the first one of this year, the first breakup of this year, it left me in a sour spot because I knew I was doing doing things and changing myself partly for the better, but also partly for this other girl, um, or the girl's dating at the time. So when she broke up with me, I I didn't have the um I guess I didn't have the perspective or the idea that I needed to work on myself. It was almost like she just needs to work on herself. She's not ready to date, but I am. So I was still stuck in the mindset of thinking I'm okay and wanting to date because of just getting out of a relationship. So, you know, that's what I ended up doing and the the next girl I dated um I, I kind of saw like all these good things about her that were things I wanted and things that I wished my past relationship had. And granted, this, this new girl, I wasn't trying to use her to replace that ex. This was genuinely, or in my opinion, this was genuinely a relationship that I thought was new. It was different and it was almost better than the past one. Um, but then with how it ended everything, it kind of opened up some stuff about me because a lot of people, you know, saw me after it happened and, you know, knew that it was kind of a, a big deal to me, even though most people thought it wouldn't be a big deal to me because the duration of this most recent relationship wasn't the same. 
as it was a lot shorter. So I think it surprised a lot of people that I it 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 hurt me a lot, and it's you know it still does hurt me, and I still am getting over stuff regarding it. Um, but it also made me realize that why am I so hurt, and trying to figure out that concept of like why am I so hurt because of this girl, and it you know showed me that maybe I might have some like codependency issues or. I definitely was caught off guard. I was caught at a wrong time, you could say, when I met this girl. So yeah, there's just stuff that developed as I went through it that I didn't see in the moment, but I'm seeing now. Um, knowing, given the time that I've had to process it all. So you said after the first one, you you learned that you had thought that you were ready. Yeah. For a relationship, yes. and that after the second one, you came to the realization that you weren't ready. Yeah, maybe not the realization that I wasn't ready. More so, just along the lines of that, I don't want to get into another relationship at this time. Um, what's the difference between those two? Well, I think saying that you don't want to date right now versus I'm not ready to date right now, kind of puts different issues or not issues but one puts a, a certain issue in a light by saying that i'm not ready means that there's something wrong with you or you think that there's something wrong with you or just, you're not happy with where you are right now um whereas just saying i don't want to date right now might be like a lifestyle thing like i don't want to be held back by anybody i don't want to be you know confined to a relationship so i think there's you know there's a little subtlety between those two statements And you'd say it's more of an active choice for yourself? Yeah, I think, um, well, I think those are both active choices for, for whoever says them. Because, you know, you, you, at the end of the day, are not choosing to not get into a relationship or choosing to not seek for somebody to maybe, you know, be in a relationship with. Um, but I think um, the the statement of saying, I just don't want to date right now is is more more active because you're you're basically just stating what you don't want to do versus you know somebody that says that i need to fix things right now that's why i'm not dating they could still have the urge and the desire to date um but they choose not to date because they know that they wouldn't thrive in a relationship or they wouldn't be happy in a relationship whereas the person that says oh i don't want to date right now is just saying they don't want to date and they have no urge to date either. Do you think your urge not to date is just because you're not over your current situation? Yeah, definitely. I think that's a um that's a very valid point and it would be it would be a lie if I said that it wasn't because of that. And granted that that that's not like the sole reason, but I think that is a big reason why I don't want to date right now. Um, yeah. It's a lot of thinking and a lot of backtracking on past experience to come to a 
very different answer to does being single suck. Yeah, I think that's a it's a very long-winded way or a roundabout way of coming to that conclusion cuz I mean at, at at like the most biological level like I mean how many times have you heard that that saying where it's like humans are social creatures and you know humans mm-hmm. need companionship and all that stuff Yeah, of course everybody needs companionship but you can't you can't cultivate a strong relationship if you yourself aren't somewhat put together already before entering a relationship and that's not to say you have to be like you have to figure out everything about yourself before you can date somebody but i think there is a necessary amount of information you need to to know before you get in a relationship with somebody and i think um if people apply that principle or that way of thinking they would be wasting a lot less time you know in in meaningless relationships or in those short relationships that go bad all of a sudden That sort of sounds like the stereotypical um, thing people always talk about is saying you need to be their friend before you date them so that you can find out more about them. Yeah, I mean, I've been told that a countless amount of times from girls. Um, but I don't, I don't think that's necessarily true. That you need to be friends before you can date. Because to me, there's a difference between dating and being in a relationship. Dating, to me, is just, like, the whole process of, like, getting to know somebody. Like, we're going on dates, so we are dating. But just because we're going on dates doesn't mean that we're in a relationship. But I think what is true about that statement is, yeah, you definitely do need to know more about that person before you can be in a more committed relationship. Um. So yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely you do need time. And you know, there's there's so many relationships and hardly any of them go according to plan or they they don't go like they don't follow the um on paper path of being in a relationship of like meeting them and then oh, I'm your friend now and then you know, two years passes and then now we're dating and then now we're boyfriend girlfriend and then you propose after you know three years of being boyfriend girlfriend like no there's no obviously there's no timeline to it but i think it is important that you need to get to know the person um but also it gets messy and i don't know i think about this a lot now too or thinking back on my my most recent relationship where it's just Maybe two people meet that aren't in the right headspace to be dating, and then you know it it escalates and it goes really quickly and sure you might pass over some stuff um just because of the excitement of finding somebody that you really like a lot and it it covers the the flaws in them, but you know that's that's kind of part of dating like. 
all all the information will eventually unfold and reveal itself. But you kind of have to be in a spot personally where you can process this information correctly and not not let, you know, past trauma or other people influence your decision on it. So you have to be somewhat put together to be able to process all that information you learn when you meet somebody. And how would you know that you're ready to get into a relationship? Will you just find out by having a successful relationship, or is there certain mile markers that you ought to check off? That's a really great question, actually. Um, and I think about that a lot. And it, quite frankly, that question scares me because I've been told in the past before that, well, actually, the past, all the relationships that ended this year for me, both those girls told me that I am not ready to date. That me, they're telling me that I, I shouldn't be dating because of just something about me. And I always thought to myself, okay, so. If I'm not ready to date, that means I have to fix something. How will I know if I'm fixed? So I think an important thing is, first of all, don't listen to them. Because who are they to tell you that you weren't ready to date? You might not be ready to date them, but that doesn't mean you're not ready to date somebody else. Um, But more so, I don't think there's like a clear-cut way of knowing if you're ready to date. Because I always thought that, you know, say I fixed this issue about me. Say I was a naturally jealous person and I, I took time to fix my jealousy. How will I know that I'm not jealous anymore? And I have to go into a relationship. Right, exactly. Right? You have to be yeah. able to test it. That's interesting. Um, so I think there's, it, it's tricky. It's always going to be a risk. Right. right. But I would just say that, you know, maybe there are some issues that can be fixed with time and you'll know when those issues are fixed. Like, I would definitely say don't go into a relationship if you're not over your ex, because that's a big thing, because then that's the most obvious way of knowing if somebody is just dating to, to fill a void or if they're dating to find somebody new. So, you know, for, for instances like that, yeah, you can, you can kind of know when you're, when you're ready, because you'll know when you're not still thinking about your ex, but that's just one instance or one circumstance. Of knowing that you're not ready to date. Yeah. That's really good. That's the end of all my questions. Um, is there anything else you want to say? No, I mean, that was a uh, that was a pretty short episode, but I think we talked about you know some interesting stuff and yeah, I mean. Needless to say, this weekend was pretty crazy and gave us some time, or at least gave me some time, and sounded like it gave our friend some time or a different experience to think about some questions that maybe have been lingering around for us. Hopefully when uh, Ben gets over the concussion, we'll get some guests on. Yeah, no, definitely. Maybe we, uh, we might even take a break next week. We'll see how he feels. Yeah, but, I mean, without further ado, uh, thanks for listening to this podcast, and we'll see you guys. Here in a little bit. See you guys next time. You guys are such fucking douchebags.
this moment Once we lose it, gone forever Instead of what if, wish we could clone it You and me, we could own it Transform it and frame it If we move and step together Synced in perfect arrangements So what you aiming for? I'm humble, more settled these days But I find you very stimulated An amateur melted in your laser hot gaze Cool vibes flowing with you Waiting in the waves Breath stroking in the pressure you I'm just digging the scene While he digging on me On the way back to Queens Move back leather seats Munchies that scraps meats On the run like two thieves Time to kill a night young Love just moving I leave As if I was cast to play your misses In the story like a period It plays the end of sentences This ain't the end, this the genesis Appreciate you, honorable mention Dedication, let the music make you Move with the grooves, move like that Move with the grooves, move like that And now we I'm a different skill set with the proof that I'm warm. Really ain't no shame for me to toot my own horn. Cause who else gonna do it? Okay, maybe lots. You may be in the game or you may be lost. I'm crazy cross the whole world, put in work like an urchin. Unusual merchant, reputable working. Cause I do work with perks and you know it's for certain. Four times a year, I'm unveiling the curtain hailing. Another piece of the fabric, this magic. Cause I'm a beast with the ravage and the average. Girls see me shoot and ride down the cleavage. I'll never go without the best music. I need this, I'm spastic with jazz My homies here to show that We mastered the craft Turn your Sony up and blow back your wig piece If you dig grease Got the grimy on lock And make it knock through the big leagues Check the frequency as I cross the beat of the 